Mike Murphy, Fred Hubner, Murph and Fred, uh-huh. back together again, again? on ESPN 1000. Hi there, everybody, Murph and Fred. Mike Murphy, Fred Hubner, Saturdays until noon. Glad you're with us. It's always busy. Fred, today's real busy. Oh yeah, you got you got baseball, oh, you got yeah. basketball yeah. rumors, uh-huh. you've got all kinds of things. World the Bears Cup. start in five World, days. World Cup. World Cup final tomorrow. <laughs> they get the third place game today. Again, I don't know why they play a third place game, but right. they do. So yeah, all kinds of stuff going on right uh, now. Did you mention the Murph and Fred fan focus group? Twitter, I did not. Twitter poll? No, I did not. No. Today Cubs and Sox, Jabari Parker. Where do we start? Where was the home run derby? Bears and Bourbon A uh, next week. We'll have a few minutes with one of our favorite guys. Larry Mayer will join us over there at ChicagoBears.com. Did, did I say Cubs and Sox and Bulls? Yeah. Yes. Uh, home Run Derby. Did mention Home Run Derby. You Bears? can uh, actually catch that right here. Bears and Bourbon A. Uh, Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh, Cubs. Uh, Jesse Rogers, did I mention that? Is he still in Alcatraz or did he finally get to San Diego? <laughs> uh, I've been there. It's a fun little trip. Yep. Uh, and it's San Diego or Alcatraz? Oh, both. Okay. Nothing like San Diego. Uh, miss a little, miss a lot. We'll get to that and more. 336-37-332. I was doing really well until I tried to, <laughs> without looking down at the yellow pad, yep. give the phone number uh-huh. for the 1,000th time and, you know. Three three two three seven seven six. If you want to vote on the air, otherwise you can vote at ESPN one thousand. Here's our Twitter poll uh, to get us rolling. Uh, multiple choice: vote right now or call in. Bulls. The Bulls may sign Jabari Parker. That's the story. That's the rumor. Looks like it could happen, but. Fred, in a moment, I know you got another team that wants to throw their hand yeah. in uh, last minute. But vote right now. Bulls may sign Chicago in. Uh, uh, sign him to an offer sheet. Offer sheet. Right. Uh-huh. But then the story is that Milwaukee... Likely would not match. No, because they've got their money tied up in other things. They may not have the money available. Yada, yada. Cow jumped over the moon. All indications now, Bulls may actually have... This season, Jabari Parker, A, B, C, or D, A, they're doing it simply to sell tickets. Now, who would say that? Not me. I guess I did. I wrote Uh it. Uh, B, uh, they're uh, looking to do this because it's smart for the rebuild. Okay. C, A, B, C, hey, it's going to kill the tank. Or D, SOS, same old stuff. So vote right now. Three three two three seven seven six. But last night, even the, a big Cub fan like, uh, well, like you out there listening right now. Not you, Fred, but no. you. And not Darvish, but you. Even big Cub fans might have thrown in the towel. You know, around midnight. Uh, that was a long one. Well, that was, It was long before it went to extra innings. Well, Fred, that's because it was Friday night and we yeah. come on Saturday morning. Yeah. I think if we reviewed every uh, Cubs and Sox Friday night, they do it just for us. Yeah. We love watching it. We stay up. And... Three hours and 29 minutes. Started at 9.15. Yeah, and yeah, sometime around 12.30 last night, uh-huh. which means we got to give you a little recap here. You can call them your first place Chicago Cubs right now, tied for first. Percentage points lead. Well, they call it virtu- yeah. virtually tied. The percentage points, I hate that. It means nothing because at the end of the year, you're going to play the same amount. You're going to play 162. Well, what it means as is, As long though, as it matters. What it means is when you look at the standings, the Cubs are ahead of Milwaukee. Right. It's irrelevant, though, because uh, they're tied as far as... 
games over 500. So uh, Cubs and the Brewers uh, tied for first virtually, as Fred points out, percentage points ahead. Uh, St. Louis uh, falling back now to six and a half. Back the Cubs win five to four. Another extra inning game. Where did I read this? The Cubs have twenty nine come from behind victories this year. Number one in baseball. Now, what does that mean? Well, sounds great on the surface. It means they fall behind a lot. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that means your starting pitching is killing you, and your bullpen is. Most likely, therefore, then, and this one is true, fantastic. The Cubs' bullpen will break it down a little bit uh, later for the last uh, week or two. I have the numbers on the yellow pad. Cubs win 5-4, to four, 10 innings. They uh, tie it in the uh, top of the ninth, get the go-ahead run in the top of the 10th, both in very exciting fashion. We have the highlights momentarily here. EO11 has them, so uh, we'll play back uh, uh, the highlights from the ninth and the tenth inning. Uh, good old Len Casper and uh, JD Jimmy Deshays. But let's just say this: this was a game where the stars were the leadoff hitter uh-huh. uh, and uh, the all-star, who is quickly becoming a guy that uh, really does it all. We're going to talk about Anthony Rizzo and uh, Javi Baez, but here's how the game broke down. And uh, EO11 has some sound bites ready there from go to NBC Chicago uh, Sports uh, last night. So the game's rolling along, taking a long time. It's, uh, you know, back and forth. Cubs bullpen. They strike out at one point, Fred. They strike out 12 out of the 13 outs. Yep. Were strikeouts between the fifth and the ninth inning. Unbelievable. Yeah, their bullpen went five innings and allowed just five hits a run yeah. and struck out 12. From the uh, part of the fifth inning into part of the ninth inning, 13 outs, 12 of them yep. strikeouts by the Cubs' bullpen. But they're still trailing going into the uh, at top of the ninth by one run. Uh, Rizzo, as we mentioned, in the uh, leadoff spot. That's Joe Madden's one of his little, what, mental tricks. You know, I guess. Move the guy around when he's, uh, what was he, 0 for 21. 0 for 21. Rizzo, uh, first two at-bats were both weak ground outs. Uh, to, well, I called the second baseman, whoever was over on the shift. But, where the, you know, over second base, maybe it was the third base shortstop. When they do the pull shift, you know, you never know who's picking up the ball. He grounded out. I just put down 4-3. Then he tapped back to the pitcher his next at-bat. That made uh, him 0 for 21, I think, oh, that, at that point. Oh, that made him yeah. 0 for 21. Then he'll uh, end up uh, lining a hit to right in the fifth, uh, lining a, a double oppo. There you go. Got to go oppo. Then the ninth inning rolls around. So the Padres, to start the ninth, Cubs trailing uh, at the time uh, of four to three. They bring in, his name's Hand, and uh, he's been in many of the rumors out there. For, everywhere, for a lot of teams. A lot of teams yeah. want this lefty for their uh, bullpen. A lefty closer. Closer. Well, he did not close out. He didn't close the game. I was one strike away. <laughs> yes, he was. The inning starts out, and uh, Zobrist uh, uh, lines out, pulls the ball to left field. Uh, Happer taps back to the pitcher. <laughs> so right about now, he said, well, you know what? It's bedtime. Oh, I'll watch the final at bat. So uh, Caratini, he pinch hits and walks to keep the inning alive. Now, Joe says, wait a minute. That's a tight run on first. There's two out in the ninth. 
Come on in, young man. Let's get a pinch runner. Hayward runs out to first base, which plays a key element. Then, as Fred says, two out. Tying run on first. Now the count gets to three and two. Yep. Which is important because I think we all know what happens. Three, two, two out. Well, especially with Rizzo for the most part. Runners going with the pitch. Rizzo, uh, three, two count. Runners going. Maybe, maybe Rizzo can line the ball out there somewhere and can can pinch runner Hayward score from first? Hayward will go here on a full count. Hosmer plays behind him. And a drive out of the left center. That ball will get down. Hayward around third. He's going to score. We're tied. Anthony Rizzo comes through. What a night he's had from the leadoff spot. Best leadoff man in history does it again. <laughs> Highlights, as I said, NBC Chicago Sports. There, of course, J.D. quoting from a month or two ago uh, when, member Rizzo was in the leadoff yeah. slide and sort of self-effacingly, you know, said, oh, I'm the you know, greatest leadoff man of all time. So that wasn't really J.D. saying that. He was quoting from a clever line there by Deshaies. So... Bottom of the ninth, scores tied. In comes Pedro Strope. Remember what I told you earlier this year, Fred? Every year the cap goes a little more to the right. side. Uh-huh. Well, now it's month by month it's going more. Now it's almost pointing out by the left ear, you know, looking out sideways. Doesn't matter. Three straight strikeouts. Yep. KK and a third strikeout. So you go to the top of the tenth inning. Maybe the Cubs can, uh, you know, get something rolling again, right? Hmm. Maybe Yes. Maybe no, but as long as you got a few little, uh, you know, tricks up your sleeve, you already have a chance, always have a chance to, and what's the trick this time? It's the wild man who, you know, man, compared on the bases a month or so ago to Willie Mays, and I know a lot of people didn't like that. He runs a base like Willie Mays. He doesn't knock his helmet off nearly as much as Willie Mays did. Right, because Willie Mays did it every time he was yeah. on the bases intentionally. Right. With a quick little move of the right hand as his arms were pumping as he went. Yep. Saw that at Wrigley Field as I was a kid once. I said, look at that. Willie, knocked. he's a showman. Yep. He's a showman. So, <laughs> the top of the 10th inning starts off uh, with, uh, let's see, I got El Morley off. Uh, no, let's see. Uh, Bryant. Bryant must have let off there. Yeah, Bryant leads off with an easy ground out. That brings up Baez, and uh, he hits a little tap. Uh-huh. They, almost like the old swinging butt, they used to call it. A little harder than that. It's about a seven, eight, nine hopper right down along the third base chalk. Right. And the third baseman had made some great plays uh of, uh, and some bad plays, Villanueva. Villanueva, one-time yeah. Cub. He's got no chance but to backpedal and let it roll, let it roll, hope it rolls foul yeah. at the 89-foot mark. Nope. It hits the bag right there with his gloves, so it's an infield hit. Well, all of a sudden, nothing is simple. Nothing's the same anymore because Javi Baez is on base. Now, you can say anything you want about him. But he forces the issue, and he forced the issue again, in case you hadn't heard. He steals second. The catcher's throw goes into center field. He gets up, heads towards third. The center fielder bobbles the ball, 
and he goes all the way around, 270 feet. I believe it's the third time this year he's gone from first to home without a batted ball, knocking him around the bases somehow or the other. Anyway, let's uh, eavesdrop here. Let's go back to Len Casper. Let's go back to J.D. and Jimmy Deshays. And if you didn't see it, pull it up as soon as you hear this because it was a classic. Javi Baez, and he goes from first to home. Well, here's how it happened. Being away, and it hits the bag. He had to let it go. Baez with an infield single. Javi shaking his right leg as he hits back to first. There he goes. And he's going to make it. The throw gets in the center, and he's going to head to third. Go. There's a I think he cast another spell. A roller that hits the bag. Stolen base, Aaron throw. And it was right about that time that I think he decided to break out the magic wand and put the spell on the center fielder, Margot. He mishandles. Baez scores. Unbelievable. Stolen base. E2. E8. NBC Chicago Sports. A lot going on there. Fred, you could call it luck. You could call it. You can Force, go play in the Padres. Forcing the other team. Yeah. But Baez has a way of forcing mistakes. Now, it can't be undercounted that the throw down to second was, which, awful. was awful. Oh, my Lord. But the catcher, and again, Padres. Austin Hedges is actually one of the better defensive catchers. And so. it's the Padres, like you say. So yeah. everything has to be taken with a grain of salt. But here's the big hunk of salt. The big salt lick. Some players, and it's been statistically proven by me, force mistakes. There was a ball player that played for the, both the Sox and the Cubs. We all remember Juan Pierre. Juan Pierre was a speed demon, no power, no arm, rag arm, left-handed thrower, left-handed batter. He could go get the ball right. pretty good. Tremendous foot speed. And didn't he play on both sides of town, didn't he? Didn't he play I, for I, I meant to Cubs. say Sox and yeah. the Cubs. I'm sorry. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Juan Pierre, in a course of about six years, John Dewan pulled this once for us. Juan Pierre, in about a six-year span in his prime speed years, right, either led the league or was in the top three in reaching base on errors. Okay. Ground balls to the infield. Sure. Reaching base on air. Everyone's got to, they know that he hits it. They, uh, there's pressure on him to field it cleanly and get it the first. I want to say he was in the mid-20s one year. He reached base, Pierre, with his blazing speed, like 25 times to lead the league. You know, E5, E6, E4, whether they came in quickly to hurry to play and right. they bobbled the ball, or they got the ball and threw it quick and they, they know threw they it away. Rush. They know they got to rush because of the speed the guy's got coming from the left side of the plate. I even advocated to the number man, John Dewan, that you could make an argument that he should be credited with on-base percentage reaching base. And, of course, I was roundly laughed at. Mm -hmm. Because, what are you kidding? You're not going to get an on-base like a hit or, error. or a walk. Right. But I go, wait a minute. He forces the errors. Right. And every year, he's top one, two, three, four. It's not a fluke. 
So uh, when when they all got done laughing at me, then I, I never brought that up again until now, sure. 10 years later. But can you make the argument that the catcher's throw in the center field was hurried and rushed because of Baez stealing? You could. And the center fielder came in and he boxed that well, ball. They yeah. never showed how on TV, but all of a sudden the ball had ricocheted about 15 feet to yeah, his he right. Did, he did that an inning after he boxed the, uh, the, the, Rizzo the hit by Rizzo. Yeah, so he was yeah. Margot was having all kinds of trouble in the outfield. Right, so it's not a good argument for me because the guy had already boxed a ball earlier with Rizzo running and yeah. he's not exactly the speed demon. Right. But point is, things happen. And did you hear uh, Len Casper used... The, the nickname, uh, Mago. Mago. Mago, the yeah. magician. Now, he might have said, did he say L? Mago, the magician. Not. I've been told, it's just, I've been hearing it just Mago. Have you heard our buddy Pat Hughes, how he pronounces it? Because he loves to do the Spanish flair. Uh-huh. Mago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Don't, I don't know he if that's right or the not. the G like it's yeah. not there. To, yeah, Mago. Anyway, he's a magician, and he's a uh, Javi Baez. So... It's not over yet, though. The Cubs are up by one. Now you go to the bottom of the ninth. In comes Morrow to uh, shut it down, right? Well, of course, never that easy. First batter gets a base hit. But then you get a pop-out. You get a, uh, a ground-out to uh, first to Rizzo, who had a terrific game. Uh, runner goes to second. Runner on second, two out. And you think, it's going to be a Ducksnort blooper. Going to tie the game up. But if you were asleep, well, here's what happened to end the game. Swing and a miss. Cubs win in 10. What a finish. Rizzo snapping an 0 for 21 with three consecutive hits, including the game-time double. And then Javier Baez just doing what he's done all year. And the bullpen doing what they've been doing all year as well. They did push one across against CJ, but everybody else spot on out of that bullpen tonight. Dominant stuff. And for the third time this year, the Cubs win a game when they were trailing, entering the night. And they're in first place as the Brewers lost again tonight. Highlights again, NBC Sports Chicago. Great call that time. Well, he's always on the call, but great call there by Len Casper to uh, end the game. So right now the Cubs uh, do catch the Brewers. And I think it's been about, what, three, four weeks that the Brewers have had first place. I'd have to check those numbers, but it seems like about four weeks off the top of my head. The Brewers have been all alone in uh, first base. But uh, he needed it bad. Who? Rizzo. He, He He was playing miserably. Yeah. Worse than that, but whatever the word is, we don't have to say it. But you couldn't be more correct. Yeah. Three games in San Francisco, I mean, they were an embarrassment. Sleepwalk, dropping throws, uh, you know, not able to even hit the ball hard. But last night, he made two nice plays in the field, unlike in San Francisco, where every throw over to him was an adventure. And uh, three hits in a row, all, all hard hit. So uh, he's back, at least as of last night. Jesse Rogers will join us, everybody. Not at his normal 10 o'clock. Hey, give, give the little guy an extra hour of sleep out on the West Coast. Yeah, he's on the West Coast. Give him a, give him a, give him a break. <laughs> he's going to join us at 11 o'clock. His flight was delayed yesterday going from San Francisco to San Diego. Oh, but he made it there in time. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
because he had some of the family out there. Yep. They were uh, doing some tourist things. So I'm glad he was uh, okay back. But we've cleverly avoided talking about uh, Chatwood. Is it Tyler? I still haven't learned his name because yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to be having to say it long. What were you saying about the Milwaukee? I wanted to check real quick. Because said, it seems like about four weeks they've had first base all to them. First place. First place all to themselves. They've been in first place since May 12th. Uh, well, there. Yeah. Eight weeks. Yeah. Nine weeks. They've been, they've been in first place since May 12th. Um, they were tied for a little while, so you, you, all, you saw it by themselves. They were tied on the 15th and 16th, but since then... Half game, game and a half, three, four, four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, they have lost. Uh, they've struggled recently. They have lost. Boy, let me see. One, two, three, four, five. They've lost five of their last seven to teams that they, you know, you wouldn't expect they'd lose to. They lost to Miami and, and Pittsburgh. Okay. And uh, they got a doubleheader in Pittsburgh later on today, so the Cubs can make some more hay. Uh, as the Milwaukee's got three against Pittsburgh in the next two days. Now, I jotted this down the other day. You can confirm, speaking of the Brewers' schedule, after the break, Yeah, here's what I have. I couldn't be uh, off. I think I had this right. They're going to play L.A. They're going to play the Dodgers three, Washington three, Dodgers again four, Colorado three, Atlanta three, Cubs two, St. Louis three. So their next 21 are all versus teams that are, you know, pretty much in the division race, uh, St. Louis not, but... Yeah, they got a four-gamer with the Giants and a three-gamer with the Padres, but other than that, they're, uh, yeah. They got a lot. They got got some tough team. Well, I don't know how tough Washington is. We'll see how... (laughs) How things are going with them. They're a team that would like to be tough. How's the Davey Martinez experiment going so far? Yeah, well, you know me and managers. How's the Aaron Boone and uh, Alex Cora experiment going? (laughs) Well, the Davey Martinez, I know you're slant on the managers, and uh, we won't banter back and forth on that one right now. But uh, I believe I read that Davey Martinez, two of his relief pitchers, uh, Doolittle and uh, Madsen. Uh Uh-huh. Two of his better relief pitchers had to do a stint on the DL, or they had to, you know, shut him down for four or five days and not DL him. Uh, and if you look back a week or so before those occurred, I believe Davey used them both three days in a row. Yeah, which is something never do that. you never want to do. Right. Two day. Some managers don't even like to bring a reliever back two days in a row. Right. But you really have no choice these days with the starting pitchers going four and a third, five and a third. But to use Some guys panic th- in there. three days in a row, yeah. two guys three days in a row, and then they get a little dinged up, you know, that's something that I guess the pitching coach has input, but still, that's that's a, that's one manager's call that, uh, you know, can have an effect. Yeah, la- last night with two outs, the, uh, the Yankees had... Uh, Aaron Judge at first base with two outs. Aaron Hicks was at the plate, and Aaron Boone decides to start um, Aaron Judge. And um, yeah, he gets thrown out. Uh, strike him out, throw him out, double play to end the inning. Yeah. Stanton leads off the next inning with a home run. So, you know, sometimes managers can outthink themselves. Sometimes, especially in baseball nowadays, just let it play out. Let it go. Don't go stealing with, your, with Aaron Judge. But, you know, whatever. someone's out there. You know, you can't do that because situation's different. He might have pitched Stanton. Okay, but... Oh, no, no, I know. But I know you know. I just wanted to say yeah. it so you, you didn't blow up over there on your uh, feed. Yeah. Okay. No, it, it doesn't bother me. I know, Doug. Yeah. It'd be up your can. Yeah. Three three two three seven seven six. We're going to stick on baseball here uh, for the first hour. You know what? Bears going to Bourbonnais on uh, Thursday. So looking forward to uh, 10 o'clock. 
to uh, talk a little Bears. One of our favorite guys will jump in, Larry Mayer over at ChicagoBears.com. Jesse at 11. Vote right now. When we return, want to see what the uh, fans, what you've said on uh, our Twitter poll right now for 9 a.m. The Bulls, well, all signs are pointing to they may end up with uh, Jabari Parker uh, this year if they uh, things all work out with the offer sheet and then the Bulls back and forth. They're going to sign, it looks like, and have uh, Parker, A, B, C, or D, A. They're doing it just to sell tickets. I know how they operate, Murph. B, hey, this is a very, very smart move for the rebuild. C, hey, it's going to kill the tank. Or D, two knee uh, surgeries, same knee, SOS, same old stuff. Vote right now. We'll have the results when we return. And Chetwood. So... Was this a good or bad outing? For him, five innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs, only three walks, two strikeouts. I got a stat for you on Chetwood. 74 yeah, pitches. He's the first Cubs starting pitcher with consecutive starts of at least seven runs allowed where the team has won both games. Well, there you go. <laughs> Since Pat Malone in May 30th and June 4th of 1930. Oh, I remember working with Pat. Good old Pat Malone. Worked with him. I, I teached him the big overhand curveball, turned his career around. Worked with him uh, at Catalina Island uh, in uh, March of the uh, third. That's where the Cubs trained. Murph and Fred back in a flash. Lots to do. Glad you're with us. We are ESPN 1000. Busy day. Glad you're with us. Me, I'm Mike Murphy. He's Fred Hubner. And uh, we're here till noon. Fred, is this your kind of weather? I know you don't like it hot. Not- yeah, I don't, I don't like it sunny either. So it's not sunny, but I'd right. rather the rain would stop. And uh, yeah. uh, we were told the rain would stop. And uh, hopefully it does. It might come back later on this afternoon. Hey, keep listening throughout the show because we've got a pair of tickets to give away to the International Champions Cup presented by Heineken taking place over at Soldier Field. Friday the 20th, that'd be next Friday, 8 o'clock, Manchester City against Borussia Dortmund. Tickets are on sale at the internationalchampionscup.com. Keep listening. We got a question for you. Whoever gets the answer to the question will get a chance to win the pair of tickets. We got one pair of tickets. Mm. It's going to be great. You can get tickets. They're starting at $32 at internationalchampionscup.com. Not only am I uh, ineligible, I'm also uh, ill-equipped to answer the question. Yeah, well, you may be. You may be. There's a possibility. (laughs) But you aren't. It's not a hard question. We'll have to make sure that Eric understands the name of the person I'm going to ask for. So it's not an easy one. So who wrote the question? I just did. Do you know the answer? Yeah, well, I know the answer. But that helps. Yeah, that helps a lot when we do quizzes. 3323776. In a moment or two, Fred, uh, we're going to get on one of your many favorite uh, topics, which could be one of your up your can segments, all right? It might have been earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. You never know. But there's something that's up my can. Okay. Oh, wait. What's that? You have a copyright on that? All right. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had a copyright on that. Ah! Well, ah! I, I, ah! I got a beef. Yeah, what's your beef, ah! Murph? Uh, see, that one I have the, uh, well, I didn't. I should have copywritten that. Uh, you should have. All right. Copy wrote. Uh, oh, I'd love to have a Roddy's uh, aromas beef right now. <laughs> Roddy's not even there anymore. So... 
when did we find out who the Cubs uh, All Stars were? Back on last Sunday or Monday, a Baez, a Contreras, and we also know a John Lester. Though he's going to pitch Sunday. Sunday, we found out Sunday. It was the last Sunday. Sunday at six o'clock before the uh, game right. at seven. Okay, Javi Baez and Wilson Contreras. Yeah. All right. Now, this is not the the most important thing ever, but it's just it's well. It's one of my beefs, all right? Okay. And here's what it is. I try to listen all the time. I try to read everything I can. Have you heard anyone, and, and you you were on, what, you had two, three great air shifts two, this yeah, week? A couple times, yeah, all this right. week. So maybe, you know, uh, miss a little, miss a lot. Maybe I didn't hear everything. Did anyone mention, and I know this is going to irritate most Cub fans when I say this, let the record show. I'm wearing, oh, I didn't, I thought I had my shirt on today. Now I can die in peace. The Cubs won the World Series. And, you know, thank you, Theo. Did anyone mention that Javier Baez and Wilson Contreras were both Jim Hendry guys? Did anyone? No, 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 nobody mentioned that. It doesn't matter. Nobody mentioned they were Theo guys either, but. Well, it's it's self-implied. Right. Well, I mean, if you, if you talk to 99 Cub fans at Clark and Addison before a Cub game, and you said, hey, how did the Cubs get Baez? And uh, how did they go? Well, Theo! Okay, no big deal. I'm done with it. I just had to say it. You know, I just wanted to say that. But the thing that's always up Fred's can is runners rounding third, heading towards home, or actually, you know, coming to third. Coming to third yeah. from like about the shortstop uh, position you're running. You're about yep. 45 feet towards third, and the ball's rattling around, as they say, out in the outfield. Or wherever, yeah. Wherever. And the uh, runner has to, you know, oh, I wonder if I'm going to go home. I wonder if I'm going to stay at third. What should they do? They should, what, Fred, look at... Basically, the third base coach. He's there you go. Getting paid. Butterfield's work, getting paid to uh, be there. And they say he's one of the best in the game. Well, you know what? They do say he's one of the best. Joe said it. Infield coaches. <laughs> Joe said he's one of the best in the I've game. I've had insiders say to me, well, as a uh, third base coach, he's the best infield coach in the game. You know, and it's very important. Yeah. Uh, you know, working with positioning, the footwork. You look at Tim Anderson. I mean, they work with him every day, someone with the socks. And, you know, it's not that easy. Everything, footwork, square. They work with Yohan Moncada, too, and you can't even tell. Square your shoulders and yeah. all that. It is a key, key coaching right. position. Sure. Infield coach. So, Javi Baez, many, many times this year, has gotten up Fred's can by not looking at the third base coach. It happened again on the big play last night. If you're just joining us, we replayed it a little while ago. Javi Baez is on first base. He's sort he still of, second. Well, no one knows if he was faking that injury as a deke. Was he deking? And Jim Deshay and Len said, maybe we'll play some of that again in a minute because it was the big play of the night, EO. Uh, and he he, he uh, runs out, legs out like an infield hit, which rolled down the line to it kissed right there on third base with the third baseman's glove on the bag. So infield hit, and then he's oh he's like, shaking his leg, he's shaking his yep. leg, he's rubbing it, he's bending over, he's looking like he's in agony, and uh, you know looks at this guy. Will he be able to stay in the game? Much less run to second base. Well, he also he also got hurt earlier in the game on a play at second base. Yes, he did. Well, that- when he dove chest first. Did you see the amazing, like behind the, is that the behind the back one you're talking about? 
That was one of the oh, no, most, That was a different one. That was amazing. Yeah, that was a different one. That was like an optical illusion. Yeah. When he uh, spun around by second, threw the ball behind his back, no look yeah. to Russell for a force at second. It was unbelievable. But now he's on first base and tip it a hat to Len Casper and uh, Jim Deshays, who was you know, looking. His, then I think it was Len said, I wonder if he's faking this or deking it or trying to bluff the Padres, you know, into thinking he's not going. Then, of course, he goes. Right. Steals second, throw goes into center field. Terrible throw. Maybe forced, you know. Austin had just thrown it. Uh, even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar couldn't have caught a that ball in second base. throw right by the catcher. But then Fred... Fred can't believe it. Round and he's running from third. second to third, and he looks back once. He looks back twice on his way to third, and then he gets to third, and he, there he's going home. And then he looks back again and again. Just run, run around the bases. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to run around the bases. Willie you have Mays, a third base coach who's Willie, there for a reason. Willie didn't look at the third base coach. Earlier this week, Ian Happ, and I tweeted it out, Ian Happ had a similar play where he went, I want to say he went from first to third, uh-huh. and when Ian Happ, when he was on his way to second, he picked up the third base coach. And when he was going from second to third, he looked at the third base oh. coach. And he was going to third to home, he looked at the third base coach, and he was safe easily. You know what he never did? He never turned around and slowed down looking oh, for Hap, the ball. Happ ain't no Willie Mays. Well, he's pretty quick. I think about a month ago, you and I went at this. I said, could it be that he's the one out of a hundred, Javi, that doesn't have to look at the third base coach because he is, has this innate ability. He's got a horseshoe somewhere is to, what he's got. No, no, no. <laughs> he knows the game. He, he, he feels the game, the situation. I believe he knows better than Butterfield, the third base coach, whether he can make it or not. What a Butterfield had thrown up the stop sign last night, Fred. Would, and he was As safe. The are, he didn't. We don't know what he was doing at that time. Butterfield was probably windmilling him home because the or, center fielder bobbled the ball. Wait, where's my what? What if you had, in a different situation, put the stop sign up? Javi would have run. See, well, Javi's already this year a couple times run against the stop sign or run yeah. with nobody out going home and, and been, scored. And been and safe. It, and again, I agree with you on one thing. Everything's gravy when he's safe. When you're out, you do that in game seven of the NLCS and you lose, then what did Javi do? Javi didn't listen to his third base coach. Why not? Well, he's not doing it. He's, you may as well, Butterfield may as well sit there with his hands in his pockets. Can you argue with me that maybe Javi knows his speed and likelihood percentage to score better than Butterfield? Yeah, I don't think anybody knows the, their percentage right. of scoring. You, they, but it could be. When you're, what, what do you need to do when you're, anytime you're making a decision, what do you want? You want as much information as possible. Well, you want so else? you see right. the game, you see what you see, you see the guy drop the ball, you also want assistance from a guy, unless it's Waven Wendell Kim. Anybody else, you want assistance from him. And Butterfield's there to tell you what to do. And the first time, and it may not even happen this year, but the next time that Javi runs through a sign and gets thrown out in a big play, then he'll say, well, you know, he scored on other plays. Well, he was correct then 75% of the time if he's out the next time because he's had three, like we all can recall. But you don't want any of those coming in the playoffs oh. or in the World Series. Well, what if he, what, what if, hold on. <laughs> What if that wins the playoffs in the World Series? Of course, it's great. 
It's a great play if it works. It's like anything else. Guy takes a 40-foot jump shot. Uh-huh. You go, no, no. Oh, yeah. Nice going. <laughs> it's the same story as a guy taking a three-point out of his range. Three, three, two, three, seven, seven, six. I contend that Javi has a better idea of his chance of scoring than does the third base coach because Javi knows his own speed, his own gears. I'm going to shift it. I can make it better than the third base coach understands the percentage. That's what I'm going to contend. Okay, did we just did, did he just develop this this year because for the last couple of years you and me and a lot of other people have done a lot of things like criticize Javi because he had made mistakes. He has done silly things. He swings at the ball down in the dirt. Uh-huh. Uh, he's growing as a player. That's good. That's a good thing. He's growing as a player. He's getting better. He's more instinctual maybe now and showing it more than he did before. And Madden's allowing him to do all those things. Again, that's all great. Madden lets him run whenever he wants to. It's all great as long as it works. I contend that as he matures, he's learning the game more. He's already instinctually off the charts, you know, probably since whatever lower Little League type ball he played. So I'm going to stick with it that you have a, he's got a better knowledge of the percentage than Butterfield standing there, you know? Okay. That's all I'm going to say. We have a uh, soundbite when we return. In the post-game press conference, the reporters asked Javi, quote, blank, point blank, do you need a third-base coach? And, of course, Javi, well, he's got to be a little diplomatic, got to be a little bit of a politician. We'll evolve that and more when we return. We're going to touch on the Bears. They had to Bourbon A. We'll do that at 10 o'clock. Uh, with our, our good buddy Larry Mayer over ChicagoBears.com. Jesse, usually at 10. Little guy's sleeping an hour late out in San Diego. So we'll stay on the baseball beat most of the day. Jesse at 11. And vote right now. Vote right now. And in our uh, 930 uh, Twitter poll question, which is, who will hit more home runs in the Home Run Derby Monday? A, Javi Baez. B, Kyle Schwarber. Vote right now at ESPN 1000. Being away and it hits the bag. He had to let it go. Baez with an infield single. Bobby shaking his right leg as he hits back to first. That's the there he goes. What? And he's going to make it. The throw gets in the center. Watch him. Go. Courtesy NBC Sports Chicago. He still didn't look at the coach again, Fred. He doesn't even know the coach's name. <laughs> well, there is a uh, soundbite here. Welcome back, Murph and Fred. If you're on hold, we'll get right to you. Uh, let's bring in EO11. Eric, what the fans say? Our 9 o'clock uh, Twitter poll question. Well, it looks like the Bulls may uh, end up with uh, getting uh, Jabari Parker, A, B, C, or D. They're doing it just to sell tickets. B, hey, this is a smart, smart move for the rebuild. C, it's going to kill the tanking. And D, SOS, same old stuff. What the fans say, Eric? All right, from the bottom top, 7% says that will kill the tank. (laughs) 11% says it's just to sell tickets. 
38% says it's smart for the rebuild, and 44% says same old stuff. Oh, no. Same stuff, different toilet. 40, what, the final was 40? 44%. All right, there you go. John, Pax, fans are still dubious of everything because it looks like the SOS. Uh, vote right now, our 930 Twitter poll question. Who will have more homers in the Home Run Derby Monday night? That'll be right here on ESPN 1000, Fred, right? As far as I know. All right. Uh, vote for either Javi, which Cub, you know, Javi Baez or Kyle Schwarber. All right, so the question on the table, you know, could Javi Baez be the one guy out of 100 that gets special, uh, you know, special rule for him. Uh, you don't have to look at the third base coach because you've got eyes in the back of your head. In fact, right after the game, the writers, uh, reporters gathered around. Turn your uh, radio, your device up uh, very loudly here. It's a little little muffled being in the locker room, but let's eavesdrop on a, uh, about a 30 seconds here of the uh, res- questions and uh, responses. Javi, Ryan, do you need that third base coach? Uh, do you even need a third base coach at this point? Um, yeah, we we actually do. Um, no, but do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he 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 helped me with with the small things. You know, obviously when when they send us to the play, we we go for it. But you know, there's a few times that <clears throat> I try to pick up the ball before I pick my coach and. If I pick him first, and then the ball, I can I can make it faster. If I if I go backwards, I I, I think I can. And he he came to me and, and remind me that, and that's actually true. And you know, it makes me better. So you're still not going to stop. Right? Yeah, no, I'm always I'm always hustling. So, <laughs> we'll see. There you go, Fred. He says, if I look at the coach first, it slows me down. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. He says, I got to look over my shoulder with the ball, then look at the coach. If I look at the coach first, uh, the coach is in in line with where you're running. (laughs) In order to look at the ball, you've got to turn around and slow down. So what he said doesn't make any sense. He said, I do it backwards. Yeah, he's backwards, all right. Oh, yeah. He's he's probably right now the best base runner instinctually, not just foot speed, but he's got real good speed. He probably goes first to third, first to home, you know, as well as anybody. The, the Cubs run the bases great. That's that's fine. I do it backwards. Yeah. I, it slows me down to look at the coach and then uh, look over my shoulder. Yeah. Well, of course, Fred says, never I mean, look over your shoulder. That makes no sense. That's good. Well, hey, Satchel Page said years ago, never look over your shoulder. You don't know who's going to be catching you. Let's go to uh, Elgin. Uh, Rob, is that you, Rob? Yes, uh, good morning. About the uh, faking the injury and then stealing second base. Yeah. That goes back to Ty Cobb. He was a master at that. Did you teach him that, Rob? <laughs> uh, no, I did not teach that to Ty Cobb. I hope you didn't te- almost, teach him all I'm his other settled. off-field activities either, did you? <laughs> uh, no, sir. Okay, thanks for checking in, Rob. <laughs> Have a good morning. See you later. Oh. Has that been documented that Ty uh, Cobb didn't look at the third base coach? I don't know. I think it's safe to say you don't want to do much like Ty Cobb did. No. Not a good dude. No. <laughs> you can Google that You don't want to go up. spikes high or anything There's been either. a lot of conjecture that one guy wrote Criticized a bogus him, yeah. biography of Ty Cobb and had no documentation on any of the evils that were then portrayed in the movie with uh, 
Huh? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Thank you, Fred. Because they were based on a, a book that is claimed to be bogus. So it, w- it was a hack writer that pounded out the book without any attributions or, or first person uh, uh, interviews or anything. But whatever. I can't know. believe it. I can't believe a writer would lie. <laughs> and I can't believe anybody in the media would make stuff up. Let's go to what? Really? <laughs> no, Norwood, uh, I'm not smart enough to make things up. <laughs> Norwood Park is uh, a CPD Jack. Hello, Jackson. Well, Fred, what's up, guys? How's your Saturday? Thanks. Go, going well, Jack. Thanks, what's up? Jack. Uh, I just want to talk about Javi. I, I just believe he has a lot of instincts that I trust. but Because uh, he seems like he always comes through in the clutch, whether it's running the bases, getting a big hit, making a big play in the field. I don't know what it is about him, but I can also see him being a ir- very big irritant, like your guy, Brad, A.J. Pruszynski was to other teams. Yeah, I'm sure. They're just up, it's like he gets under people's skin. If I was on another team, he'd get under my skin. Yeah, he's so, one of those. He's one of those guys where you probably dislike unless he's on your team. And if you like him, uh, you know, Ozzie Gian used to said if AJ Brzezinski, you know, you you don't like him. If he's on your team, you like him a, a little bit less. I think you he even said him a little less. He might be right. a blankety blank, but he's our he's blankety ours, blank. Yeah. But see, the one thing you know, the, uh, CBD Jack, the thing that gets me is I think that Javi has a lot more confidence because he's not striking out as much as he did last year. He's actually able to, to lay off some pitches. He's hitting the ball, driving runs in. He's, I agree. He's making more things happen. I think he's questioning himself less, and because of that, he's got a lot more positiveness as he's going forward. No, I agree. I think he actually... In my opinion, and, I'm, and I, you know, I'm not being biased or anything. I think he's got to be considered for NL MVP in the first half, at least. Did you, oh, yeah. did you say you're not trying to be biased? Hobby. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm kidding. about that. No, no, I'm kidding. That was <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. No, I'm not, good. Biased, you know, no. I, I, I'm trying to be biased. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. No, I just wanted to put. Hey, hey, Murph, I got a quick question for you. Yeah. This is my last thing, and I'll let you guys go, and I want to hear you talk about it on the radio anyway. Okay. Is it, I, I've been to three Cubs games this year. I'm a diehard since I've been a little boy, since I've been five years old. I've probably been to 500 games in my life, no BS. And I've been to three games this year. Is it me? And I mean, the true Cubs fans, when they win a game at Wrigley, and that Go Cubs Go song, isn't that like the worst thing ever? In my opinion, it's the worst song ever, and they need to change it. Well, I want to run out of the stadium when I hear that song. All right, I've, okay, I've never sung it. No, let that record show that it was EO11 triggered it. I did not trigger that. But, Jack, Fred, let the record show I have never sung it. But It is torturous. But, torturous. I know, but. It's, it's factually incorrect. But That's what bothers me. About Fred gets it. mad because it's it says already, we're going to win today. You've already won. Yeah, see, you know now you're now you're up, Fred. Yeah, can, now, Jack. yeah now, now you got me going, Jack. But Jack, to answer your question, I personally have never sung it, but I've been to games like you, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. But the fans that go like once in their lifetime and they get out there and they sing it and they enjoy it, I have no problem so with that. Uh, I always yes. go like this. The last game I went was like that 100 degree game against the Twins, and I stayed for the whole thing on that Saturday. Right. And I wanted to run out of the stadium as soon as that. Stuff. I go, this uh, song is so cool. But see, that's the best. But Jack, that's the best part about it. While everybody else is standing there singing, <laughs> you, you can get out. 
First guy on the L. <laughs> That's right. Very first true. guy to the L, first guy to the bar. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Exactly. You know that. That's well, right, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Weekend, okay? Thanks right, a lot. I appreciate it. You too. Murph uh, and Fred, hour number funny. one. Uh, let's quick bring in. I know we're running late. EL11, what the fans say. Who will hit more home runs in Home Run Derby Monday? Javi Baez or Kyle Schwarber? 70% say Schwarber will. Really? Yes, sir. I thought it'd be about 50-50. I think Javi's going to launch angle. And I think he's going to... I think he's going to hit more than Schwarber, but it's going to be a good... It'll be close. I hope they're both well, uh, yeah, in yeah. the finals. One of the big questions was, and Joe poo-pooed it, is yeah. uh, that it could mess up their swings. Ah. How would you mess up Javi's swing? We'll talk about that. What would you that. possibly do to mess up Javi's right. swing? How can you mess up a <laughs> corkscrew swing, Yeah, right? you can't do it. It's impossible. I bet he goes oppo. That'd be great if Javi goes oppo on every home run. Now, that'd be something. That'd be nice if Schwarber did, too. That'd be, he might. Yeah. He can do that. Yes, he can. Back in a flash, little Bears talk back to the uh, Cubs be Jesse an hour later than normal 11 o'clock Murph and Fred ESPN 1000 Uno, dos. One, two, three, hour number two Murph and Fred having the first hour on uh, baseball don't worry we'll get back to Cubs and Sox talk in a little while let's take a look uh, one minute away from Larry Mayer ChicagoBears.com Bears start camp Thursday, and we're bonus, as uh, they called it back when I was a kid. No, 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 we're going to be bourbon A from now on. Uh, vote right now. Multi-